Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peacing out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and today I am joined by none other than Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Uh, Earth Joe Sixers. Joe Earth 616 reporting here. Ah, uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, I'm actually I'm actually Earth 813. Mm. Um, so don't know, how you. don't know how we're convening here, but here we are. Uh, we're here to discuss Multiverse of Madness, uh, Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness. It's uh, long awaited. If you're a Patreon subscriber of the podcast at patreon.com slash corobloom, you'll know that since January, we have had one episode a month on Patreon speculating and discussing stuff about Multiverse of Madness, and it was coincidental. It wasn't like we planned for that to happen. It was. We happened to have something that came up in the news, in discussion, to go, let's talk Multiverse of Madness today. And that was five fucking times over the last five months before this movie came out. So we've clearly been excited. We've clearly been excited. The hype has been built for this movie. It has indeed. And it, it was built to a point that I was like, you know, months ago, Six months ago, seven, eight, a year ago, whenever mm. we're thinking about what this movie would be, it's mm. not what we got. Not at all. I'd say the majority of Marvel fans were probably disappointed with this movie, which is just yeah, yeah. But, okay, and I'm I'm one hundred percent. You're right. It's uh, I love this movie. Mm. Now, I don't know that it is critically the best movie we've ever gotten. I think there's some writing that's lackluster. I think it's mm. a little... It, it's fast. It needed, it, it needed to be fast, though. You know, they kind of they mm. kind of do that. They have these fast stories that need to be fast, so they make them fast. And, uh, but directorially, it was Dang. the most stylistically uh, emphasized film. You know, like, I thought prior to this, Eternals did a really good job of mm. being an original Marvel product. But compared to this, Eternals looks like a normal Marvel product. Mm. Um, mm. And I, I just mean that from a directorial standpoint. Like, it's like, uh, there were some, there's some beautiful shit going on in a lot of other movies. But man, did Raimi knew, know what he's doing behind the camera. And I'm not even like a, a Raimi stan or defendant or anything. Like, it's like... If he'd have done bad, he'd have done bad, but he didn't. He didn't at all. He's kind of the godfather of my childhood, so I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll suck his dick every now and then, you know, every uh, once for in whatever a while. he does. But like, uh, this is just like he just did well with this one. This is not any just cult following of him that I think that, that we're saying this. Like, it was very distinctive, and I like the shots I'm thinking of is whenever. Like the Darkhold's being accessed, and you see these like oh blending God. shots between 
like uh, different multi or different like universes. And then you see like um, sometimes like strange is doing something that is directly paralleling like what Wanda's doing. Mm. Um, and it's just like the, the complete opposite. Like he is, you know, finding the book of Vashanti. Vashanti. Was it a V? I didn't. Yeah. So Vashanti. Okay. So he was finding the book of Vashanti while Wanda's like found the original copy of like the dark hold, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like these two, yeah. Like all these, two, these two things are happening in it. Like the blending shots between them, like the fade, the fading into one, like, I don't yeah, know. The extreme, just... the extremes on both sides. It's mm-hmm. Octu and Exegol out here. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh. uh, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's Mount Wandagore and it's the book of Vishanti. Um, this, this movie's premise was incredibly simple, incredibly easy. Mm. Um, I kind of want to start spoiler free so mm. as to, uh, just kind of generally discuss for a while. So yeah, you get the yeah. idea of the dark hold versus the Vishanti, uh, the book of Vishanti. But beyond that, I won't, we won't give away too many plot details mm. for the first 15 minutes or so. Um, it was, it was pretty incredible. Uh, I thought that the, the plot was, extremely like deceptively simple mm. you you got you got these ideas floating around that should be like oh my god this is going to be convoluted that was my number one concern with this movie mm. was that it was going to be messy that it was going to be convoluted that we weren't going to get to the point like it was going to kind of just be like Woo-hoo-hoo! prancing around mm. the multiverse here we go here we go nah it was it was good oh, like, yeah. they 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 figured out a way to make this story tight, cohesive, small. Mm-hmm. Like I it was not, yeah, multi. I mean, even though we're traveling through the multiverse and everything is crazy and we see crazy things happening, but like it's just between three characters, pretty much. Yeah, eight four. You know, if if like you're throwing Wong in there, um, but like right. it's really just about three characters. Uh no. Christine's pretty important. Yeah, Christine's too. pretty big. Um, Which was a pleasant, pleasant surprise for me. I think Christine's the heart of Doctor Strange's stories thus far. Mm. And this just amplified that like crazy. Um, and we'll get more to that dynamic here in a little bit when we can go spoiler free. But Rachel McAdams getting to pop up in this movie, cash a fucking check and dominate it. At the mm. same time, I love that. Love every second of that. Um, she definitely one of my favorite performances in the movie, but favorite performance in the movie has to be Elizabeth Olsen. Mm. Oh my God. Talk about some, like, we talk about in our 52 journey through film, like the, the academy moments that, you know, the actor actress has and what, like why we're thinking of them for, for nominating them for that award and like, there's one scene that I'm thinking, like, in specific for Wanda. Like, I'm pretty sure, he, like, the like her performance shines, like, in this very emotional scene. But, I mean, like, not just the parts that want to make you cry were, like, her good parts. Like, she was very, I don't know if that's good, but, like, very intimidating, like, at the same time. Like, mm. she's the loving mother, but as well as, like, she's the Scarlet Witch, you know. And, uh, yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's very... There were some some badass lines in there that Wanda gave out. One thing I'm not concerned with spoiling is that Wanda is the villain. Mm. Um, 
because they set that tone within the first 10 minutes. Like you, yeah. you know, she's the villain very fast. And, uh, it's, it's only, it was only a question going into the theater. And once you were there, you knew, mm-hmm. um, they, they set that up quick. And that scene where they, they get us there. It's like, wow. Oh, okay. We're in it. Let's do this shit. Um, mm-hmm. America Chavez played by Zach Gomez was fucking awesome uh did not expect to care about and like this character as much as mm. i do mm. uh leaving the movie i really really fuck with america chavez and look forward to whatever uh whatever story she can be involved in going forward and yeah. knowing she'll be tied to dr strange here on it's pretty cool all these females that are just going to the front right now yep. you got kate bishop well i mean yelena i don't really yeah she's like on a different team but um now America Chavez, uh, Rambo. Um, who else do we have? I feel like there's one more that I'm missing. Maybe Zha Ling. Um, yeah, kind of Aaron in the same Carter. way with Elena. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. We got we got stuff but like on these both new Avenger the types. Yeah, these new Avenger types, and I feel like America Chavez. She's just going to be a very very useful. Just I mean, with her power set now, like uh, I mean, she can travel through the the multiverse, and that's what you know. As much as from, she can, you know, and, uh, I mean, that's, that's just a very useful power moving forward. I feel for the new Avengers and that's whatever it. they happen to, you know, if who knows if like this will all be resolved and the multiverse will be fixed somehow, who knows? But like, I would assume not for a while. And I think that we'd have uh, to be now that we've introduced forward. a character like America, whose mm. whole thing is based around the multiverse. And it seems like she'll have a story eventually mm. that it's integral that she has access to the multiverse. Mm. Um, therein she should like, I don't want the multiverse to shut until she can find the, find her moms again, but true. Um, that was sweet. That was sweet. Let's talk soundtrack. Mm, How are you feeling about right Dan- now? You feeling good about Danny Elfman's score? Um, a lot of like guitar riffs, like in, which was like kind of a weird stylistic, like I, it seemed weird at first, but then like it was kind of, I, it was cool on second watch because oh, like second um, watch, I knew, I knew it was coming and I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is a, they're going for that nineties stylistic old mm. school superhero horror movie. Like they, mm-hmm. they did a, they did a really good the job there bomb but, um, on the, on the piano. You know, I, uh, like, but it's funny, you know, like I listened to Michael Giacchino's The Batman score on repeat mm. for like a month. Mm-hmm. And uh that kind of like set the tone in terms of like me knowing how much I love a soundtrack. Mm. Um because it was just so effectively used in the film. It was it was weaved in and out so great, like the the moments where the score swells up, nail it. Mm. Um and I there are moments that work in this movie musically, um, specifically one moment that works musically very oh. well. Um, and we'll get to I that. Think I, know, we'll I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can only be talking about one thing. We'll get there more <laughs> here in a little bit. But uh, yeah, I thought the music was uh, effectively used every uh, most of the time. There were a couple times where I was like, I don't know, man. It feels like uh, the soundtrack felt like it went more in that Spider-Man direction than it did mm. the horror tones that we had going on here. Mm. Um, Cause there were moments that it felt like it was supposed to be a kind of scary score that was playing. 
or an yeah, ominous oh, yeah. score that was mm-hmm. playing. And it was more just like a guitar riff that was like a build up to some like, like hype music. And I was like, all right, like I'll take it. It's cool, but like it mm. feels, feels wrong for the tone right now. I um, see. And yeah, mm. Danny Elfman, I'll say I, uh, I'm, I'm generally good with Danny Elfman. He's got, he's, he's got some good scores back with the Batman and, uh, uh, Batman 89 and uh, hmm. Spider-Man 2002 and uh, Spider-Man oh, 2. Yeah. He's, oh, so shit. now he scored Batman, Spider-Man, and... That's kind of sick how Sam Raimi and, and Danny, Danny Elfman, Elfman kind of yeah. like came together. Again. Oh, yeah. And oh. like that was one of the things I was really excited about. And therein, it fit really well. Like the filmmaking and the soundtracks style went well together extremely, hmm. extremely good. It was just like the actual characters and the the things they were doing in those moments it felt yeah. a little weird with some of the with some of the soundtrack elements they were introducing uh i mean doctor strange's like established theme by michael giacchino interesting little connection there he did the first doctor strange movie and the batman um that was used once very subtly in like the background of a uh, of a song and it's like ah man we like we established themes. Come on, use the theme. Yeah, continue like, the motif. Can you imagine, like, in Black Panther two, if they just didn't carry on? Whoop, like, whoop, 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 yeah, whoop, if they just changed like that stuff, like it'd be like that's the shit I got hyped for. Whenever I heard an, of Black Panther soundtrack, man, I was thinking about it, and if. If Sam Raimi wanted this guitar, electric guitar sort of feel that I feel could have really amplified their story, Ludwig Garnson was the move mm. uh, for a sound for the soundtrack of this movie. I was thinking specifically not just his work on Black Panther, but his work on The Mandalorian. Uh, mm. Oh, you remember the guitar? Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I feel like Ludwig Göransson could have dominated the score for this movie, and you know, like you know, we'll never know. But like, I feel like he would he would have fit well in this movie. Uh, but yeah, the soundtrack was solid. Uh, I, I I could could have gotten more out of it, but you know, because sometimes when it comes to these superhero movies, the thing that enhances the emotional moments is the score, and the emotional score was not there in this movie. You know, like it was just a. Uh, it was very mm. subtle. Uh, it didn't. It didn't elevate the scenes as as many scores should and can. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't like a. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, whenever you're comparing it to like a soundtrack that you know you love is like the Batman soundtrack, and I, I know I love that soundtrack as well. It's just like, it was kind of the first sound like before a movie even came out where I'm like, Oh, okay. I already, I already fuck with this soundtrack. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if a movie has done that to me before other than maybe black Panther, just cause it was Kendrick Lamar. Right. But, uh, well, I but, actually, I, mean, I listened to the soundtrack, the Danny Elfman score the day of going to see it all day yeah. while I was at work. Cause it was released and uh, I hadn't seen the movie yet. So I listened to it and listening to it alone, it stands alone really solidly, really well. I mean, uh, it's not like, it's not one that I'll casually listen to a lot. Um, but it, it was, it was just weird with some of the tones they were putting forth in the movie as yeah. compared to the tones the music was putting out for us. And 
we actually talked a little bit about the soundtrack and like I, I was saying that you know, I was trying to overanalyze the titles and, and like see what was going to happen in oh, the yeah. movie before it happened. And one that we talked about was like track 28, they'll be loved. <clears throat> we were wondering what that meant, like what kind of vibe that put forth. And, uh, I was way off, um, <laughs> of, of what, what it actually, meant. I knocked but, that shit out of the park though. Yeah. You, you, uh, uh, you got, you got the nail on the head there. No. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I say we, we, we abandoned the spoiler free talk and we really get into the, the thick of it, the fun shit. Mm. Um, all in all, definitely worth the watch. Um, these people saying that it's a horror movie. Don't take your kids to it or fucking idiots. Take your kids to it. Um, I mean, it might be a little frightening for kids under eight, mm. but any any kid like nine, ten, eleven, if they've got a good head on their shoulders, they can take they can take a little bit of a fright. I'd say the darkest part of the movie is probably wherever he has the souls of the damned like coming out of him, and then he like mm. starts to harness them. I'd say that's like the only like dark. I'd say that's like, a little scary, but <clears throat> it's also the coolest shit in the movie. Yeah. You're the Sorcerer Supreme, or, or not Sorcerer Supreme, sorry. You're a master of the mystic arts. You can't say that he's the Sorcerer Supreme. That's strange. But, and you know what's no. interesting? I don't think we have any intention of making him the Sorcerer Supreme no. for a while. And that's that's incredible. We were like, we assumed that he just became the Sorcerer Supreme during this movie. Like, whenever, at least I kind of did. Like, I'm like, okay, so so he's becoming the Sorcerer Supreme now. Uh, Wong's just, you know, this temporal, like, I don't know. Source Supreme, but like we see him bow to Wong, you know, mm-hmm. he like accepts it and he's like, I'll guard the sanctum. Cool. Like I'm cool with, with just doing that. Um, and I don't know, maybe that, that gives him like, if he is the source of Supreme, he can really only do source of Supreme stuff. But this way, if he's just like guarding one sanctum, he can leave and do whatever with anybody a lot, a lot more mm. realistically, I guess you could say. No. Yeah. Like he doesn't have so much on his plate. Um, and it, it is, it is funny in those, in those moments where we're officially done with spoiler free, by mm-hmm. the way, about to spoil mm-hmm. things, uh, now. So if you, if you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. It's time. Uh, th- like those moments at the end always make me laugh, uh, a little bit whenever Wong needs his ass saved. Mm. Like the Sorcerer Supreme. Doctor Strange is pulling up doing shit you've never seen before. Mm, yeah like i I always thought i always think that's just so funny like in terms of like who is doing some more (laughs) power yeah power ranking yeah power ranking strange is above wong uh it's just it's just how it is badass scenes in this movie though when they introduced him at the beginning against gargantos bro that man was fucking it up Ooh, tell me tell me i sort of got this prediction right i said that was wanda that was my guess i'm like that creature, that was Wanda, and she yep, was just you got dreamwalking. That right she was dreamwalking it or whatever. So, like, kind of in a way. I was no, right. no, it you did get it right. You you said you said it would be Wanda, and like I listened back to the Patreons the day I was going to say see it because I was I was like, "Hey, man, you're a five thirty minute installments <laughs> of us just making predictions. Let's see what we got right." <laughs> um, mm. And we did. I mean, like, obviously, there's some outlandish shit that we absolutely did not get right, but there are plenty of subtle things that we were like. Mm. Oh, huh, we kind of did that. Um, and that was one of them for you. It was, uh, it was definitely Wanda because we, we pointed out the runes mm-hmm. who, who can make runes. Uh, and that was the point in the movie. Wong goes, these are runes. 
and mm-hmm. you know, it's not sorcery it's witchcraft do we know anyone who can uh anyone who's fought this the, dun, 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 the little oh, dude, the introduction theme. of wanda <laughs> with the wanda vision that was fucking fantastic mm. oh i loved it i loved it so much and i mean a couple great musical cues in this in this movie uh wanda getting introduced and professor x rolling mm. on screen to the uh I was like, oh, the X-Men, the X-Men fan of me just got giddy in that moment, man. Was the line, um, just because you stumble or something and lose your way doesn't mean that you're lost forever? Is that like an actual line that he says before? I felt like I've heard that somewhere before. Um, like there's obviously the, I can do this all day from Peggy. That's like an obvious callback or whatever. But I felt like, he, like, just, just because, because someone, someone stumbles, stumbles and use that way, I feel like Days of Future Past. Like, I, yeah, I don't know why, but whenever I heard that, I'm like, oh, that just felt like a like a callback, and I felt like just. But if it's not even a callback, it's just the fact that Patrick Stewart saying just a cool ass quote can make me feel that way. Like, um, someone, yeah, no, yeah, yeah just I, it was someone stumbles. Yeah, it's 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 a Charles Xavier quote, like from before. His yeah, cool. Days of Future Past. Yeah, I was he, right. He okay. says it to he says it to himself. That's what I yeah. thought. I oh. thought I thought it, that's I thought it was because James McAvoy wasn't mm. doing his shit right in yeah. terms of being being Professor X, and he was like, just because someone stumbles and loses their way doesn't mean they're lost forever. Mm. And uh, yeah, when I heard All that, right. I immediately was like, I know, I know that I've heard that. Um, but yeah, obviously that's going to be the that's that's the most exciting shit of the m- movie to talk about. So let's 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 talk some Illuminati shit. Mm. Um, <laughs> Another prediction we kind of got right that all of those motherfuckers are dead. Yep, um. Yeah, <laughs> all of them, all of them died. And this is the one of the things I saw. The the leak I saw was mm. Captain Carter, Black Bolt, Mister Fantastic, and Captain uh, Marvel. That, you saw the whole Illuminati. Yeah, like, I saw. Well, I saw them standing or... off. There's a shot when Wanda's oh. opposite of them. Yeah, yeah. And they're all standing like yeah. in a weird arrow sort of formation. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I, I just saw that shot. Yeah. Once I saw that, I swiped away, didn't want to see anything else. I think mm-hmm. there are more to those leaks, but I was like, All right, I get it. That's all I needed. Yeah, they had like um, Reed Richards at the front and then what was Black the Bolt. Black Bolt. Yeah, okay. Black, Black Agar, Bolt like Bolt in Agar. second. Like it was a, a pyramid. And then they the put both the women in the back. Like just on a separate tier, like it felt really like a very like weird. Uh, I think, uh, uh, and I know, I know, incel fans that are all like the MCU is ruining shit. Watch mm. that scene, and we're like, just livid, which made me so happy. What that that he died Wanda away? immediately kills Mister Fantastic and Black Bolt. And then fights mm. Captain Carter and Captain Marvel. Like I know that, that those those dudes are just like. Mm. Well, I mean, like power ranking wise, like they're the strongest two. There, like I mean, exactly. at least Captain Marvel for sure. Is, oh yeah, like, power we finally got to see that a little there. bit. Yeah, like what would um, happen? It's just versus Wanda though. Like if you're going against the Scarlet Witch, no one can really stand a chance. No, you're fucked. You're fucked. Um, oh, but not one. One one little badass girl, you know, that can stand up to the Scarlet Witch, almost send her to hell, 
and then put her in her own reality that she wants and then make her life a living hell by seeing what happened. Like, right. Like, oh, and that was oh. that was powerful. You know, I thought that uh, I thought it was cool to see the way everyone tried to combat Wanda. You know, the Illuminati was way too cocky. They were they were way too. We can handle your little witch. Oh, yeah. The real threat is Doctor Strange. Which yeah, and like I, I was just like, y'all clearly have no idea who you're about to fucking deal with, unless, unless they're trying to say that Doctor Strange is on the same level as the Scarlet Witch, like in like, well, I think um, maybe no Scarlet Witch has been this unhinged before. I take it as. And this is this is just hearsay. There's nothing that's really pointing me in this direction. Mm-hmm. I took it as the Wanda we know is the only Scarlet Witch. Every mm-hmm. other Wanda is just Wanda with her pow- like with her powers enhanced. They haven't fully unlocked the Scarlet Witch mode that Wanda had to go to in mm-hmm. in WandaVision. Uh, just because like. If if she had reached that level, there's no reason to doubt her. You know, like They'd there, all there is not an ounce. Mm. There is not an ounce of reason in the idea of we can handle that your little witch. No, you cannot. Mm. There's no way you can possibly think that. <laughs> True. Huh. I mean, okay, because what was the the original Darkhold like carved into stone called the location? Wondagore. Yeah, Wondagore. It seemed that that was the only location of of that. Because like, she could destroy um, it, and all of them were destroyed with it. And how, how was that made there, knowing that she's becoming the Scarlet Witch, if she's the first one to... You know, like, if she is the first one to do it, who knew that this would happen to build a throne... Like it, it's like some prophecy to these creatures or whatever, yes, or they know it's bound to happen. You know, like it's bound that the Scarlet Witch first comes to life in this universe or something. Like, yeah, man, I don't know. I couldn't. I, yeah, that's why I'm like, maybe she's not the only. I'd be willing to bet she's the first. Yeah, as far as uh. As far as this shit is concerned, because the prophecy that Mm. Wong lays out is that she's destined to rule or destroy the cosmos. All of it. Mm. And all of it, I think, includes the multiverse, you know, like she's she's destined to rule or destroy all Mm. of it, Um, which I thought was a a really interesting thing. And, And in that, I feel like only one of them could have gotten to this point or else we would have felt the ramifications of it elsewhere. I feel, I mean, if there's a threshold moment, like trying to relate back to Kang in any way, Mm. like the biggest nexus event that's happened, I think anywhere was probably Wanda becoming the Scarlet Witch. Mm. Like, because like, if she does, like they even say it in the movie, like if she does get a hold of America Chavez's power, she can enslave the entire multiverse with just a thought of her mind. Like mm. it's that, it's that simple. Like it, and they kind of, is it that Wanda herself can access like the dark hold 
in a in more like a more powerful way than anyone else or is it like can anyone that has access to the dark hold like i don't know well anyone who has access to the dark hold can cause the destruction of a universe as we saw with uh our our doctor strange variant there at one point but uh i think that wanda interestingly enough handled uh was i think she can do it to the maximum capacity i don't know that there is any other any other person who could possibly do it quite as effectively as she was able to do it uh she is the most powerful being in all of the all of the magic world after all um, but yeah, man, I don't know. It was kind of like, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe the Scarlet, like maybe because the Scarlet Witch is so closely tied to the Darkhold, like it's like, uh, Sithon prophesized this, the guy who created mm. the Darkhold prophesized this. And therein, as soon as the Darkhold is connected to the Scarlet Witch, it's like, yeah, mm like amplified or something. I don't know. The only thing that holds me back from thinking that is like whenever the souls of the damn do come out and then like affect strange because he breaks like a rule that even the dark hold has some rules and mm. like, you can't, you can't put your, you can't date or dream walk like with a dead body. You just can't do that. Apparently the, you know, even yeah, hell you gotta has rules. The, you gotta let the dead rest apparently. Yeah. And, uh, but then strange, then uses those souls of the damn to like trap Wanda mm-hmm. and like, they're like, are they only, are they doing that? Like, because they're being ordered by strange to, or like, I, yes, I took that like, as strange was in full control of the, of the souls of the damned there towards at the end after that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I guess Wanda doesn't break any rules. Like her, you like as as far as the Darkhold's concerned. Like no, yeah, she was just doing rules. what she was prophesized to. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, and maybe I mean the only other person we saw use the Darkhold is Doctor Strange, which is a master of the mystic arts that has probably the best understanding of this out of anyone else. So, like, I, I'm just curious to see if like Agatha Harkness had it. True, I guess another person who understands. It and is very close to Ralph, whoever Ralph is, and her. I don't know, like Mephisto. What I don't know. I, I keep one. I we keep screaming Mephisto, and it feels like it's getting there. Like I feel like <clears throat> I don't know. Is he like how old is Mephisto? Like is he the creator of the Darkhold? Is he the one who etched? You know, like is that no. who they're referring to as like created this temple and like. No, I mean, as far as comics is concerned, I don't know if they'll go a different Mm. direction in the movie and be like, I've been known as many names. Mm. Uh, I could see them going that route being like, but the guy who created the Darkhold and is mentioned by name is Mm. Sithon. Oh, they mentioned him in this movie. Yes. Oh, I didn't catch that at all. No, it's very, it's very Wong says it one time when they reach one he goes, uh, uh, this mountain was. Uh, I, I can't remember exactly what he says, but it was carved mm. by Sathon, and it was copied later into a Darkhold. Mm. Okay. Um, mm. But yeah, Sathon, creator of the Darkhold. However, there have always been some strong ties between that that side of the universe and you know the Hell dimension mm. that Mephisto occupies, and the fact that we literally see a portal open to Hell. 
they're just fucking, they're fucking with us at this point. You know what I'm saying? They're just like, they're just like, fuck you. We know, we know, we know what you think. <laughs> you want them so bad. You know, they even made, they even like are edging us in Shang-Chi with that like demon portal. Door. in darkness. Yeah. Like what's behind that door. It, it, it sounds like hell. It's going to like, I don't know. They're, they're just all these cockroaches, all these, I don't know, everything. They, they, they know that, that we want them. I don't know. Maybe they're just building it up so Mark Hamill can come in and just absolutely slay as Mephisto. I really hope that happens. Somehow. God, that'd be fantastic. Um, um, but nevertheless, let's, uh, let's talk about this, uh, the story a little bit more. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the story is shockingly simple. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we start, we start on this note with, uh, with America and a strange variant running through the, uh, the gap between the universes where the book of Ashanti is being held, uh, making, <clears throat> making their way downtown, walking fast, uh, mm. places passed and they're book bound, but, uh, they're getting chased by one of these monsters and, uh, I was like, okay, we are off and running. I'm yeah, absolutely they, here for this. They really got us right into it. I mean, immediately I'm like, this isn't our strange. Oh, like yeah. just it was like, oh, that it was he was different enough to be like, oh yeah, not our yeah, strange. They made that very clear very fast. And I mean, you get the idea of like, okay, she has this power; it can be taken away from her, and you know that there's some force that wants to take it from her. But Strange has to do it in this last, you know, act or whatever. He mm-hmm. has to hold the knife as Christine would say. Um, and then he wakes up and, that, oh, this is the dream they're referring to in the trailer, you know, that he has every yeah. night. Um, and you're lied to in the trailer a couple times. Same dream. Um, oh yeah. You know, there, there are a few things that are effectively cut. Mm. Uh, Wong and Wanda standing side by side there and Wanda Gore. It was like, how, how, how do we get there? Mm. And, uh, very simply, actually very, very easy to write off there. Um, Mm. We got we got we got a few things we got a few things in the trailer that were like uh, Wong yelling I mean, strange in a like a like oh my god I'm afraid of you instead of it being like strange ah, <laughs> like you're saving me yeah, like he yeah. was actually excited to see him mm-hmm. uh, and it was like I remember as soon as that moment happened we looked at each other we were like yeah mm. yeah that's my boy yeah mm. we cooling uh, was a uh, because um, I think Reed Richards says like in your own words you said things just got out of hand. But, like, actual Evil Strange, did he say that? I don't think he actually said that in the movie, but in the trailer, he's like, things just got out of hand, you know, yeah, and like, no, yeah. whatever. I, but I don't think... I that- was waiting for that line. It never uh, comes. It was definitely it was definitely cut, but uh, mm-hmm. things just got out of hand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Reed I, Richards says it. The, yeah, I think it was either Reed or, words. or Professor X, but... No, yeah, it was Reed. It was Reed Richards. He goes, uh, and in your words, things got out of hand. Mm. Uh where yeah, was the was... Iron Man? You know, I, I like, uh, is it, is Christine kind of like the new, like take, took the mantle in this universe or like, no, is it I just, think, uh, I think it's just Reed. Reed created Ultron bots. Oh yeah. Reed's a, but I mean like all, he calls them Ultron, you know, or like they say like Ultron, like, the bots well, themselves listening like. listening back to it on a second watch and I, I i suggest doing this on your third watch i think it sounds like john krasinski 
Oh yeah, I, I've kind of heard it. Wait, the Ultron what? bots. Oh, I thought you meant it sounded like the Lizard King. I always forget his real name. The actual like Ultron voice actor. Oh um, yeah, um, maybe I, it was, but I, I don't know if I was projecting onto it. But it sounded ooh. like John Krasinski's voice was the Ultron bots. Interesting. Uh, Ultron commands you. Uh, it's just like he calls them Ultron too, or like you know like. Because Tony, like Tony, can only fight Ultron. Well, no, that like because didn't Tony like Tony and Bruce came up with the name Ultron, right? They named the like the readings of the stone oh, the Ultron, gotcha. you know, and like Reed just so happens to also call it Ultron, you know. I like yeah. or like I I just like was suspecting that like maybe this Iron Man is dead as well. Or like maybe I I don't know, maybe it is more believable that he never existed in this universe in the first place. And Reed Richards was just kind of that. Reed Richards was their super genius, you know, like at least that's what I'm taking it at as, as face as kind of a face value. This was Hmm. uh, Baxter industries and Baxter tower is where they Hmm. do all of the fantastic four shit. Um, This is where the Illuminati's headquarters was, was Baxter. I was like, it sounds like Reed Richards Ooh. was the. That's kind of sick if it is Reed Richards, and Ultron is just like an absolute fixed, has to be created. Gotta like, get made. It's just, that's even cool. You know what? Yeah, I'd rather it not be. Dumb you know what? Like, you're like dope. Oh, fuck uh, it. <laughs> nah, yeah, that was really cool. But uh, the way at the beginning of the movie, one of my concerns was that this movie's coming so far after the first Doctor Strange movie. Mm. Like six years in between. He's been in five movies since. What's the connective tissue? How do we, how do we expand on this while acknowledging his previous exploits? Mm. Um, and Christine being such an integral part was huge, but respect to Michael Waldron, the writer of this movie for effectively utilizing two lines. That Doctor Strange just said in Infinity War and No Way Home. It is the only way. Mm. And in the infinite multiverse, your sacrifice means infinitely more than your life. Mm-hmm. And he turned that into an arc. Which yeah. is really fucking cool. You know, like that, like his arc is based off those two lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's even at the very beginning of the movie. Where that variant strange is like on the infinite calculus of the universe, your sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. It says it in the way that he would strange mean it before. Strange Spider Man, yeah. Um, but then at the very end of the movie, it, yeah. it means he's he's learned like the steps he takes, man. Like Doctor Strange in the first Doctor Strange movie is, you know, he's holding the knife. He stops time. He he has to go deal with Dormammu. You know, he's going to come to bargain. Future. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> And it's like by the end of this movie, he's gained faith in others, hmm. you know, like and he's never he's never shown that like in no way home. It was kind of like, all right, I see what you've done here and it's quite impressive, but they need to go. Mm. Yeah. Like, we still need to do something here. Um, and I was like, OK, OK. Um, but to to end this movie on that note with with him going to America and being like, no, America. <laughs> I love I loved the facial movement and the the head movement for the <laughs> for the zombie. It was just so fucking funny. Uh but uh he did fucking fantastic in this movie, I think. And that that arc was really really cool. 
I Wanda I've seen two sides and I agree with both of them and I'm trying I'm having a hard time deciding where I come down. Mm. Uh one side of the coin is WandaVision fans who are like this kind of negates the end of WandaVision in terms of she recognizes what she does and WandaVision is wrong, undoes it, gets everyone out of there, and has to sacrifice her family and say bye to them. Mm. And it's it's kind of like a like damn this sucks. Mm. And then it made me think like interesting. So was the post credit scene negating what just occurred in the Yeah. It's not it's not Wanda that is doing these things. It's the Darkhold's hold on her. It's like the Scarlet Witch. Like I feel like they're treating them as two separate entities. Like, characters and entities. Like well, yeah, Wanda because... even says herself like uh you know next time it won't be Wanda coming after her. Yeah. It'll be the Scarlet Witch. And like at the very end, the post credit scene is her like reading through the Darkhold for the first time and like really mm-hmm. reading it. Um, so that's the switch. It's not that all the things that she just learned are thrown away. It's just she's so she happened to be corrupted. corrupted. Yeah, she's corrupted yeah. now. Um, and that's it, what I thought. whatever that means, you know, the heavy toll on the reader, you know, like it seems that this other strange who died is still connected. The three-eyed strange, uh, right? Somehow is still connected, whether that's through the dark hold or by like who knows what this heavy toll means. But that means like every reader of the dark hold would then somehow have this toll, same toll on them. So like inflicted on them. Yeah. So like Agatha, Wanda, Strange, um, I, I'm assuming others. You know, in the past right. that have read the dark hold as well. Um, and the other side of the coin, though. There are a lot of people who think this is a perfect picking up point from WandaVision, for mm. Wanda's story. And I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I think I think there's a middle ground here where it's not like this completely negates WandaVision. And it's not like this perfectly picks up where it left off. Like, I think there's a middle ground where it's like, ah, it didn't perfectly. It definitely took a jump. There was an increase in malice mm. for Wanda off screen. That we did not see. We were not privy to. And then. uh, It doesn't negate WandaVision. Because it showed she had. She had. Issues. To the point that. She could unknowingly. Take over a town. Mm. True. Yeah. And this was very willing. And very. Reasonable at first. In her. In her words. Yeah, yeah. I was, Which is just badass. That is me being reasonable. <laughs> I've said it from the start, man, that there were two different Wandas in, in that head. You know, I haven't, like, from the, from, and, like, I'm not completely right. Um, no, but I, I mean, I, like, in the I, I, of things. Yeah, I said that that Wanda reading the Darkhold back there in the shack versus the Wanda that is still cooking or like, doing whatever. Getting the like, tea off I've the said that they are different Wandas from the start, and it wasn't just a projection. Like, mm. one, the reading of the Darkhold, that was the Scarlet Witch. She was corrupted, and that other part of her was just the good part of her mind still holding on. Mm. But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. I guess, who knows? Like, she, she's not dead. Like, I, I don't I, I don't think she died. 
Uh, nah, we're getting we're getting the return of the Scarlet Witch, man. I'm what hoping was that we... little last spurt of chaos magic there. You know what? What was that? Well, you know, I thought about it. It could be a sort of like she spontaneously transported somewhere or got out of there somehow, created a bubble around her and just took that shit. The other possibility is that she is the being with chaos magic. So like she just got it and it like it's a blood and splat. It, like it, it expands outward. So it's like, it could just be, it landed on her and it just and expanded out like chaos magic gone. Um, and I don't think so. The Scarlet Witch is notoriously difficult to kill. And giving her a death that, I mean, like, I, it was just like, a, oh, okay. You know, uh, for a character that I've cared about for so long, for her to get a death that made me go, oh, all right. Wait. I don't know. What if they're trying to say that, like, Every time that a Scarlet Witch dies, she just wakes up in the next, like, one that's in line or whatever. Mm. Like, maybe, like, this Wanda is truly dead, but, like, that consciousness is – because, like, I'm trying to think. Like, she, like – like, she's touched the Mind Stone, and this is, like, we you know, gave her, like, a Scarlet Witch vision, you know, of, like, them flying to get, like, everything. So, like, there's something I, I – you know, maybe the Mind Stone can't directly access, you know, through the multiverse, whatever. But, like, from that moment, like, something happened to link everything. And may I don't know. Maybe, like, once one dies, just one, like, takes its place. Like, sort of like a Kang thing. Um, mm. But, like, just with Wanda. And maybe that's, like, yes, you can kill a Scarlet Witch in your universe, but the second you do... It creates an instantly like uh, another copy that is it has all the memories that it just had and like I don't know like maybe because I, like I like I just don't want to assume that she's not dead and then actually right. find then out never, that like no like she legitimately died there. and never see her again yeah. yeah like that'll uh my thing is that the death was not effective enough to convince me it was final. Mm. And if it is final, that's bad writing. Yeah. Because I couldn't tell. You yeah, know, like, like, uh, like when Wong gets thrown a, off the cliff, you know he's not dead because they didn't make it a big deal. Yeah. Sort of thing. Like you had, you like, okay, no, he's coming back. Um, and this is kind of the same with Wanda. You it's don't kill not, the Scarlet Witch forever by just like, I don't in know. a movie yeah. full of graphic on screen deaths. Peggy getting sliced in half. Black um, Bolt's head getting exploded. Uh, what mouth? Reed Richards getting shredded. Um, and then his head explodes. Um, like even Captain Marvel. That had the cleanest, I'd say, of the deaths. Which oh, is yeah, still like, like. But even she died in the same way Scarlet Witch would have supposedly died. She mm. was crushed. And we even watch Captain Marvel's hand go. Like they confirm to us she's dead. They make they make mm. sure you know when somebody's dead. True. And they did not make sure we knew she was dead. True. Um, so if it is final, it's kind of like, what were y'all doing then? 
Um, I don't think it is. I think we're a shoe in for a return of the Scarlet Witch. I kind of want like I want that to be her solo movie, like a the return of the Scarlet Witch. I think it'd be so fucking badass. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh the the coolest the coolest way to have wrapped up that story was definitely America showing her how her kids would feel about her doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was like, thank you. I'm so glad someone didn't have to kill her. Like nothing like that had to happen. It was straight up. She sees what she did was wrong. And that has to be, that had to be how it wrapped up. Mm. Um, Surprisingly, I'm like I'm a mother. I thought vision would at least pop up once. Like, I didn't. Mm. Shit. Like, I, I mean, not even for, like, a memory. N- like, nothing. Like, I thought, like, even, like, maybe I just wanted to see my boy, you know? Like, um, maybe in all these multiverse, you know, like, multiversal options, Vision is not with her. Like, she doesn't have that happy of a family. So, like, obviously, like, I don't know, in some way Vision, like, might just not carry on. Like, maybe, like, past the threshold, whatever, it's just, like, Vision isn't part of Wand. Like I don't know. I hope. I hope not. Like I don't. I hope that it was just like they didn't get Paul Bettany for the movie, so they could only show a multiverse of you know where it's just wanted and the kids. But like, I'd assume her happiest being the where she would want to go would be a multiverse that has Vision and the kids. Um, yeah, I guess that maybe. Uh, maybe they're making a. A really sad statement there. Yeah. With what with what one of the universal constants is. And maybe that's just so Ultron can rise. And if it if so, I'm for it. I don't even though even though that vision's my boy, Ultra I don't know. Actually I like Ultra or I like Vision more. He's way more of a character than Ultron is. Um but like if I if it means that I get to see Ultron in live action come back as the big 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 bad, like I'm kind of cool with it. Worth uh, it, yeah. Uh, no, nah, but that's a that's a that's a good point. You know, the uh, I didn't even think about the fact that Vision wasn't there in any of the other realities. Mm. Like it was like it was like she is a, she's raising her children alone, uh, regardless. You know, uh, they're not your children. They were created with magic. Every mother does that. Boom. Yeah. Like that that was uh, that true. Like, I mean like who it it, it, it was an inter- it was a very interesting point because it was like a well and it also called into like clearly they're her children. Mm. They're everywhere. They're everywhere else. Mm-hmm. She had like the connection she has to those children is real mm-hmm. because she could create them and they exist everywhere else mm-hmm. as those two kids like that's for me that's like mind-blowing the fact oh, that she could shit. like they already existed everywhere else she's never seen them and she creates those kids on her own Damn. that's brazy shit uh that's how powerful magic is there I oh mean, it, like... it's that's how powerful the the mother's love is, you know. She's she's connect she's connected there. Yeah. Uh, Damn. But yeah, it was the only way to do it, and that her that scene where she's kneeling before herself. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Ooh. Know yeah. that they'll be loved. I was like, 
if there was a moment that I, I wanted to cry, it was there. Mm. This movie did not do it to me, though. Mm. You know, it surprised me because I love Wanda. I love Wanda. And I like WandaVision, that shit made me cry. It's just because we're, sure. we're seeing the evil Wanda. Like, it's just, it, it, we're seeing Scarlet Witch, you know? We're not seeing Wanda. Right, right. No, I don't I, know. But, like, I'm, my beef is less with, like, I think it was, I think it falls on the storytelling. Mm. Like, it should have, it should have gotten me there. There, there's no reason it shouldn't have, because the entire time, I didn't like. I view Wanda as a villain in this movie, obviously, but it's more in the Wenwu sense mm. of things, where it's like this poor guy. They've been corrupted by something they don't know the extent of. Uh, they they want to get back with their family. Mm. I feel for this guy, and so I never, I never like True. fully go. Fuck Wanda, you know? Like I'm never like, ah, she's she's <laughs> fucking up. She's evil. Like I'm never like I'm never like, oh, she's fully gone. I'm like, you know, she she's still in there True. somewhere. I know yeah. she is. Fair. Uh and I at that moment, uh, the second time I watched, I got a little bit more teary-eyed. It was definitely definitely first watch was just like I was just like, what's next? What's going to happen? Second second time I got to let it wash over me a little bit more. And uh it it did it did resonate a little more, but uh I don't know. I just expected a moment like that to like bring me to tears. And I certainly expected it to bring Emily to tears because she, like when it comes to Wanda Maximoff, like episode eight of WandaVision, mm-hmm. that episode ended and I held her for like 10 to 15 <laughs> minutes afterwards. Oh, I mean, that is a brutal episode though. Oh my God. It's, yeah. it, it's devastating. But like that, like mm-hmm. that's the precedent for emotional storytelling with Wanda Maximoff. True. And, uh, we didn't, we didn't reach those levels. And, uh, you know, maybe I, I don't know. I feel, I feel really good about the movie all in all in terms of directorial, mm. uh, style. The fucking lethal symphonies was oh. bad ass. That, like, yeah. Whenever. That was the most creative comic book fight I've ever watched. Yeah. Like, it was done in a way that, like, it wasn't too cheesy. Um, like, because I, at first I'm like, oh, really? They're just having like a, a fucking music battle. Music like, fight. Like the, you know, like which, what? But like any, every, the other way this happens is it's just magic flowing and like symbols, you know, that you see. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same thing, but like it's yeah. the, in this way, it's just done way cooler. And it, it makes sense for the notes getting to do played it. Right yeah, it makes on sense point, for like... him to do it in this way. He loves music, you know, and he always can refer to any any symphony or yeah didn't you guys chart in the 60s (laughs) that wasn't yeah like so in earth 616 was it just the movies that were actually in universe or like what does he mean by chart in the 60s a fantastic four was a music group in the 60s (gasps) oh okay cool okay i I, because i was really hoping that they they weren't saying that like the Fantastic Four and Earth 616 was just movies. And, like, the movies are canon within the universe or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four were a, a Detroit-based soul group mm-hmm. okay, in that's 1965. Cool. That's cool. So didn't you guys chart in the 60s? Like, oh, okay. uh, So he was 
and I loved that too. You know, he he went in there guns a blazing. Mm-hmm. He was ready to he was ready to light them up. You know, Blackagar Boltagon, mm-hmm. king of the Inhumans and holder of the Terrigen mists. Blackagar Boltagon. Yeah, hit a guy, hit her there. Uh, <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, Captain Carter. Her introduction, I thought, was goofy as fuck. Um, oh, the the shield throwing throw. the shield yeah. in. It was just so she could throw the shield. Um, I was just like, <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> Captain Marvel, badass. It's Maria Rambo, which is badass. Mm. What if? Uh, it's like, what if she went up on that mission as the test pilot instead of Carol? Um, and that's what happens. She becomes Captain Marvel. Uh, because Ooh. she crashes, she lands next to Damn, it. She I didn't even think power. of all that. That's yeah. so cool. Just that one little change. Yeah, that's hmm. wow. That's enough. That's enough to do it. And uh, Fantastic Four. We got Reed Richards. We got John Krasinski. Man. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I this was the leak I saw. Right, so I saw John Krasinski's Mister Fantastic was going to be in this movie. Oh. and I was like, uh. I trust Sarah Haley Finn, the casting director for the MCU. So I'm like, she had to have made the decision because she thought it was the right choice. That's what she has always done. Like she, she's very good at her job. We've mm. seen how good she is at her job. I I'm worried they let they let the fans win on this one. Mm. I mean, he was solid. And maybe it's more on the writing side of the character that I wasn't like a, a huge fan of. It just, uh, I don't know. I thought I thought it was weird. It didn't feel it didn't feel Mister Fantasticy to me. Mm. Well, uh, maybe they just knew that this one was only going to last for this one movie, and it's just maybe let the fans win this one time so that when we bring back the actual actor that we're going with. It's True. like you already yeah. got who you wanted, but it's not the serious gonna long the long standing Reed Richards, maybe. True, yeah, and you know, I'd be I'd be cool with that too. And frankly, I'd be cool with John Krasinski popping up as our Mr. Fantastic. He did good enough to where I'm like I'm open to that, you know. Uh I <laughs> my concern is that we let a quiet place uh elevate John Krasinski to a level to where we're like I mean he's he's solid actor, talented mm-hmm. director. He's kind of treated like Hollywood Jesus, in a, like for some reason, oh, like dude. everything he, everyone is, fucking loves. Yeah, him. I mean, he, and I, I, I think he's cool. I and like I like him as I like him mm-hmm. as Jim Halpert. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think a quiet place. He does a solid job. Doesn't have to talk. Mm. It's literally the point of the movie. Um. <laughs> I, I don't know, but like as soon as he opened his mouth, I was like, I don't know, it just felt weird. I was just yeah. like, I don't know. He doesn't like he doesn't carry the gravitas I would expect a leader of the Illuminati to carry. Mm. Like him, him being like Black Bolt could eviscerate you with one one whisper out of his mouth. I was just like, shut the fuck up, dude, kill this guy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a hater a little bit, but uh, they made uh, like it very clear. That like yeah he could do that with one whisper like I've never seen this dude before um, I didn't know his power set but like whenever they show him wipe out strange like by him just saying I'm sorry and like it's literally like 
anything he says can just be resonated and like just it's just a death very ray, cool. basically like damn uh, this, yeah like, leading up to leading up to this movie the comics i was reading the couple days before just because i was like i'd seen the leaks so yeah. i i went and read a couple fantastic four i read some inhumans uh i read i read a few things and i was like all right i'm real familiar with these characters and broad strokes um Blackagar Boltagon is fucking awesome. Mm. I love Black Bolt now. Like from the 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 brief reading I did, uh, and I mean even this little on screen portrayal, like it's like, wow, that's really fucking cool. But like the um, that scene on Titan, that that flashback that Professor X mm. amplifies into Doctor Strange's head, um. What a fucking moment that is, man. You see Thanos impaled on his own, on his own. That shit. was dope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, and Dr. Strange sitting there like, yeah, I get it. Come on, go ahead. Do it. I guess at his, the his same fingertips, time. his fingertips are black. At the same uh, time, I think Charles was reading his mind too. Like he was showing him that memory, but he was also looking into like who this, because why else or how else would he be like, nah, we can trust this one. Like if you yeah. are to escape. Like, I was like, you will see what kind of Doctor Strange you are. And Mordo, oh man, like uh, their fight scene was so cool. When like the moment they realized that they both couldn't use magic, and they were like, mm. "All right, let's get this shit," you know. And then like right. they just start, like, "All right, uh, fine, I guess we're doing this thing, mm. huh?" <laughs> uh, I think I'm starting to see why your Mordo didn't like you very much. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, Strange did that like. Kicked Mordo in the chest, jumped off the wall, got up there. Like that was just him. No magic. Like yeah, that's kind of like impressive. Like, kind of hard. Yeah. Like they they're, they're not just training the uh they're not just training the whole uh, magic side of them there at Camartage. They're like you got to get with the shit, man. Um, but yeah, that was that was some pretty cool shit. Uh, but yeah, Black Bolt like looking at Doctor Strange and like. For a set of characters I have no tie to, I don't know their relationship, I don't know anything about them in terms of this version of them in this universe. Like, I, one of the most emotionally, like, potent moments in this movie is whenever Black Bolt looks at him and goes, I'm sorry, with tears in his uh, eyes and eviscerates him. Like, yeah, and it's like, we don't know I don't any even of know them. you. Yeah, I don't, we don't even know you, dude. We didn't know any of them at all. And it was like, I don't know, like, some of the moments, I guess, like, the emotional moments that were supposed to make you not necessarily cry your eyes out, but, like, I was like, oh, damn. Like, and then you have Charles Xavier being like, I will miss you, my friend. You're, you know, like, mm -hmm. saying, like, like, oh, damn. Um, and then, like, another moment kind of like that that I almost, like, teared up a little bit was whenever Strange was telling Christine, like, I love you in every universe. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, not, that, it's not that I don't want to love or that I don't, you know, whatever he's like i just get scared and then christine was like oh damn like i've i've needed to hear that for for my strength yeah um yeah no yeah it was it was a really cool cathartic experience for strange and christine you know i think uh and i think that's that that's a period on the end of that sentence as far as strange mm. And Christine, they're they're concerned. they're going on a multiversal date, and you can't convince me otherwise. Whenever you know, like she was like, "No, nah, I gotta go," but she was like, "No, nah, I would love that." Like she's like, I, "Yeah, I'd like that," and uh, it would be quite the incursion, cool. is what they said. And I would love if the post credit scene 
is like, hey, you caused an incursion. We got to go fix it. If it was him being like, no, I'm going on this fucking date. Like, he's yeah. like, I'm going back. Yeah. And that's the incursion that who is that lady, by the way? Clea. Mm. Uh, and and this was part of the reason that I think it's a period on the end of the sentence for Strange and Christine is because Clea is in, in many books, Doctor Strange's wife. Mm. Um. Oh. And I think it also provided, I think that scene with Strange and Christine, like, America's on her way, she's about to come get us, we'll be all good, and him being like, I love you in every multi- multiverse, I just get scared. I think it was a good bit of closure for both of them. Mm. Like, it was kind of like, he didn't, he went to Christine's wedding. True. And told her, I fucked up, I wish I didn't. Sucks that you're getting married today. <laughs> That's not something you should do or that you're supposed to do. Um, yeah, right when she's like, "Hey, let go meet him." He's so, he, like, he's he's a fan. He's like, he, he, he like grabs her arm and is like, "Wait a second. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm sorry <laughs> that I'm the way that I am. Uh, I really fucking love you, dude. And uh, this sucks. I hate being here." Uh, uh, basically, that's all I'm hearing when he's talking there. You know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like this really blows. Uh, this is painful for me. Pulled a Jesus um, though, turned water into wine there, which is pretty sick. Yeah, he was um, like, and, uh, yeah, he was like, and she was like, "That's pretty." Yeah, you know what? Right. On the nose. Yeah, I didn't expect anything more or less from you. Yeah, um, yeah. At my he, wedding, yeah, that makes his, sense. His little three sixty jump off the balcony, grab you know cloak of levitation, on him, boom, like that was just sick. Him um, jabbing the fucking light post uh, into the in Gargantos' yeah, eye, like and, this, like Wong just uses like. He just conjures weapons like that pretty much. That's all like Wong does. But like strange, you know, conjures two giant hands that then pick up a light post out of the ground, stab it and pull it out. He summons a monster to jump out of the ground, eat a car to save like people from getting smashed. He uses Um, musical notes as knives. Yeah. Like, oh, sick. Lethal Symphonies is playing right now. Um, Mm. Like that's what I'm what I'm hearing. That was um, the most – that was probably, like, it's as far as action in a comic book movie is concerned, that's one of my top mm, favorite action the sequences. The one of all little time. harp note that just, mm. just, you know, just blew everything out of proportion. Um, made it in, like <laughs> – made it like he caught the Darkhold as if it was, like, some big moment. Like, if it were to hit the ground, it would have exploded and not – and, like, been destroyed. Like, they made him, like, catching it seem that it was huge, which was kind of funny, like – um, I guess I it was, was cool, that. cool that he caught it, but like it would have like would have been fine. Yeah, it's just a book. Yeah, you know, like when it's not like activated or whatever. Like I don't think that this would have you know been the end of the Darkhold here. Um, That's fucking funny. I didn't even think about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is pretty fucking funny. Question: uh, Um, if there is you know if the Darkhold is just a copy of some stone structure, you know, that was made. It's the book of Vashanti, a copy as well. Um, Because they destroy it really quick. We don't get to see it used at all. Um, And I don't think that's the only one. Well, it could be the only one because it was like the juncture of all. That was my thing is I took that as there might be dark holds in every universe. I think there is one book of Vashanti. Um, at least that's how I took it, you know, because the Book of Ashanti is destroyed. 
That's that. They don't even think about, well, let's find another version of the Book of Ashanti. No, that was... So is the Darkhold really gone, though? I take that as, yeah. I think the like Darkhold gone, gone. gone? I think it's I think it's a really clean way to have just done away with such a powerful piece of magic so that it can't come back up. Um, hmm. And in an emotional way where Wanda sacrifices herself to get rid of it. I think it's cool. I think it would be a cool way. I guess it only make, it, it it would make sense if the book of Ashanti was the only one and it got destroyed because like they're very they're very yin yang and like the one has to exist like with the other it seems. Um and it would be really cool if like when one goes out the other like ha- just has to go out too. Like you can't leave. Oh yeah. That, I, that, that was one of the things I like. That's one of the things I liked about it was that it was very very uh, you know, both the extremes were destroyed, like the the hacks, mm-hmm. like Book of Ashanti. They were saying like, sorcerer can literally get anything they want out of that fucking book. Like it'll it'll stop any it'll stop any enemy you need, you have. Um, and it's like, I oh read yeah, that no, out the cool, cool, text cool, cool, you get when cool, you become cool, cool. the sorcerer supreme. Yeah, um, like I, I, oh, love... yeah. I read it, and he kind of like whispers it. He's like, I read it in the book that, that they give you when you mm. become sorcerer supreme. I thought uh, Wong dominated this, and this only confirmed that I want all of Wong, mm. more of Wong. Give me more Wong. Wong cinematic universe. So, America Chavez and her moms. That that star logo is very huge in their culture, planet, whatever. Mm. Like, is is she the only one who can do this? You know, like she doesn't dream, so she's like the only one of her. At least that's what they're getting at. Um, that like she doesn't exist in any other universe, at least at one out of the seventy three that she's visited so far. Um, well, and the way she goes, I never dream. That's what pointed to me that they're saying every dream is a multiversal vision. You're never, you're never just dreaming. Um, and damn. I've never dreamt. Therefore, I'm the only one of me. <laughs> Yes, I can confirm I've never had a single dream in my entire life. I am the superior Joe out of uh, – I am the sole Joe. Sadly, um, my Joe. my Joe last night uh, was, was superior than I. Made a moon discovery, um, uh, like a, a completely new lunar event that was more rare than like eclipses and stuff. It was really cool. It caused like – the moon to reflect in like a fractal way and get like smaller and smaller each time. But it was like rotate. It was insane and could never happen in real life. Um, but I made the discovery and like was the one who like showed the world that like, Hey, we just oh, yeah. witnessed this event. And I don't know, it was kind of like a, a don't look up situation where like yeah. I, I was the scientist that like saw it in the telescope, whatever moment. Hell yeah. Well, that just, that just, just fucking it up. After. Yeah, I mean, this movie convinced me to start just writing down my dreams uh, because if one day I can travel the multiverse, I can. Um, I want to know which one you want to go to. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I'll be like, oh, okay, I was cool in this one. I have lives to choose from. You know, I like that. I like that idea. Yeah, the, the, my my Colton from uh, from last night was uh, uh, rather rather simple. Uh, he was just hanging out hanging out with our dog. Mm. Um, same dog. Universal, universal, constant Philly must be. Oh yes, must must be. My Saint Bernard ha- has to be there. Um, has to be there. But uh, yeah. So uh, that's that's as much as I can remember about it. You know, like uh, I did not write it down, so it's uh, it's gone. I, all I remember is that I was with my dog. Mm. Um, <laughs> couldn't tell you what the fuck we were doing. Maybe lucid dreaming is just you date like uh, dreamwalking. 
Much to think about. Much like, to consider. Damn. Shit. Deja, or whenever you're sleepwalking, you're being dreamwalk. Fuck. This shit's real, man. What they captured in camera is not fake. It's not, no. it's not CGI. They no, yeah, really filmed action. this. Yeah, the gap, the gap junction exists. <laughs> we will go there one day. The paint dimension? Or universe, actually? Yeah, whole fucking universe of just paint fly, floating around. Um, were we paint for a little bit? Mm. Um, I'm surprised you didn't throw up. Yeah, I mean, it's not my first fucking trip. Alright? I got this shit. Talk about a Nexus event. Freaking America Chavez traveling through the multiverse for the first time. Like, mm. that probably happened at the same time as all these other things. Um, right. And maybe that's why. Like, because uh, even, like Strange says, like, she's like, control your power. He's like, I've never been able to. But he's like, no, you have. You've put us in the exact place we needed to be in order for us to succeed. Like, even though you're not thinking you're controlling it, like, you're you're – or something there. Subconsciously, you're doing the right thing. Um, and it, I mean, it just, if this Nexus event, whatever's happening, is happening, and the only way for it to be fixed or like resolved is for uh, someone to have the ability to travel through the multiverse and put the important people in the places they need to go, sort of thing. Like, uh, it's kind of cool that like she was birthed. Or maybe her powers like awoke because they were like so needed in order for life to carry on. Mm. Um, because I guess she gets scared just from the bee, you know, or, or whatever that lands on her on her thumb. But like, is yeah. that the is that the first time she's ever been scared to the point to like? Because it seemed like whenever she was scared at all, her act like her powers would activate. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And like that star is like all over the book of Vishanti. It was, and it um, was on their lapels. Yeah, like like um I don't know. If like maybe her home, everyone knows they can go through the multiverse and travel through the multiverse, but like they just don't and that's how peaceful they are. Like they they're so in tune with the multiverse that they're like I know that I could travel to a better life where I do live better. But then that would cause that me to not have that life. So, like, I'm happy in the solace of knowing, you know, like Wong being like, I'm grateful in in this life, even though yeah. I could probably have better ones. Maybe, like, it's just these, I guess, I don't know, they look like humans, but whatever they happen to be, you know, if it yeah, is whatever. Or, their species whatever. Is but, like, maybe as. they're just so at peace with the multiverse that they're like, yeah, we don't use our powers because, like, it would fuck everything up. But maybe she was, like, the first one just as a kid like she's like the most powerful of them somehow and like they usually don't develop it until later in life or whatever so mm. that because the mo the mothers kind of seemed that they knew what was going on even though that they were terrified but like they kind of seemed that it like they knew to like run and hold on to something but i guess it could just be like they felt like they were getting sucked back into this huge scary portal thing yeah shit man i don't know i but, don't like, know the fact I'm... that it's in the shape of a star and that's like what they're wearing already um, I don't know. I like, I got to think there's something more there. Yeah, there's something, there's, there's a tie there. And I think, I think we'll get some expansion on America Chavez in, uh, 
and future stuff. I think she's definitely here to stay. Um, pretty much no doubt about that. Uh, whenever she runs up to Strange at the end and is like, wait, 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 wait. Mm. He turns around and she's like, sup. <laughs> sup. <laughs> He's like, sup. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that part. Uh, mm. I think I think it's adorable and, you know, her thanking him and being like, you know, well, you got the shit. And he's he's like, you, you've made your parents proud. Talk about mm-hmm. the next Sorcerer Supreme after Strange. Like, America. reminds me of a suit I used to know, Wong says. Like, mm. and who, who else is Strange going to take under his wing, you know? Like, the person who could travel through the multiverse or a person who can't. I mean, like, practicality, he's taken her, but also he has, like, a liking of her. And, like, they went through this experience together. And, like, right, you know, right. and he even says, like, war makes you, like, friends. Like, you know, once you go through that, like, yeah, we're friends. You can, um, to Spider Man, even, but. Oh, yeah. Call, call me Steven. Well, that feels weird. Uh, I'll allow it. Uh, but I don't know if you noticed, a lot more people calling him Steven, including America in this movie. And it is mm. just fine. Mm. You know, everything feels feels just right you know like he's he's officially not viewing himself as above everybody you know like that's kind of what i it's kind of what i felt like that implication was whenever he's like you can call me steven and he goes all right steven and he's like no i'm still dr strange (laughs) you know like uh, as soon as he heard it he was like nope that's not right that's not right i'm definitely (laughs) still i'm definitely still above everybody um and then you know him being able to get called steven it just felt like a mm. perfectly normal thing. It felt like a, it, it finally feels like we're in a place where Dr. Strange is the hero I've wanted him to be. Mm. Yeah. You know, like he's, he's, he's not just Eric, like an arrogant asshole that is, that we have to like be okay with because he's so powerful and fixes things like, but now like it's Dr. like, Strange. Yeah, now he's cool. Like, like, and, uh, that's, that's what I wanted from this movie. You know, like I thought Dr. Strange was cool, uh, through, through the first five appearances or something he's had in the MCU. I thought he was a little bit of a dick, mm. but this one points, points out to us that like through, and I think Michael Waldron writing this and Loki both is important. Mm. Very similar themes going on in terms of Dr. Strange looking at his multiversal self, seeing how they acted, understanding what they did and going, I need to be this way. Kind of, kind of mm. a similar arc to Loki there. Um, but yeah, by the end of this movie, man, I, I, I'm fucking with Doctor Strange heavier than I ever have, especially as far as the MCU is concerned. Uh, yeah, I think we left it in a really, really good place for for the launching off point and going forward. Uh, so like, Secret Wars inbound. What are they hinting at? At like with the post credit scene, like there's a comic arc involving incursions and the interaction of the dimensions and multiverses called the secret wars. And that's what it seems like is kind of getting built towards. Um, And I can't, I can't even really dive into that. I haven't read a ton of it. I've Mm. only read broad strokes about it. Um, But I think, I think that's where we're heading and it may, it would line up with secret invasion. It'd line up with all that. Like it, Hmm. I'd suggest doing some reading into secret wars upon, uh, upon the completion of this movie. I think it, I think that's kind of where we're heading. Um, 
And then Bruce Campbell, obviously, popping up. Mm. Being being Pizza Papa. Pizza Papa always gets paid. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's only... I think it's only Wanda and Pizza Papa that look directly into camera. Um, oh, yeah. So It's over! Yeah. Uh, which, Wanda looking into camera is... A really weird and interesting moment because I thought it would be like more prevalent after that point, but she just looked into the camera to look into the camera in that moment. Like, like a, a little bit of like a, like she I, was looking into the camera, not just so happened to be looking where the, you know, like, I think it was stylistically an indication that shit's about to get fucked up. Mm. Hmm. Like it was just like a little Wanda, like looks directly in the camera and is like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> like, like it's time. I mean, uh, they could be trying to say that, like, in the multiverse, our universe exists, and we are canon within Marvel, like our universe, where the movies are the actual events. And Wanda knows this, and they, she, her universe is the one that's being filmed in canon Marvel, mm-hmm. so she's aware of the camera legitimately. Because it actually is there, but maybe I, so. I don't know. Um, like, well, no, yeah, I thought it was an interesting moment too because, like, I it was very effective too because, like, I forgot it was going to happen. Mm. Like the trailer shots, like I'd forgotten about it, and when it happened, I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like, I think it's just, I think it really is just a little clue in to set the tone mm. to kind of be like, "This shit's about to get freaky and <laughs> ominous a little bit." Like, she's about to do some shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Because it would be sick if they were just like, yeah, our Earth, like real out, real Earth reality is Earth One, you know, and like they actually have like Kevin Feige and like all these people like as their actual like jobs, and they they treat like Robert Downey Jr. and all these people as the actors, like in the like it's it's just our reality, gotcha. so they can legitimately just film reality with no special effects whatsoever, and just like call it like a segment of whatever like movie or. It happens a like show one, up. a little Marvel one shot. Yeah, um, um, Earth one is like our Earth, and whatever. that'd be hilarious. Um, I love that. Yep, they declared themselves six one six though. Yeah, which is uh, historically the comics yeah. universe. Uh, so I know the comics fans are going to be like, "What the fuck?" Mm. Um, I don't think it'll have. As much ramification on the comics as as one might think. I will say, one big concern with comic fans about the MCU is that once the MCU has adapted their character, uh, the comics wind up reflecting that character Mm. from the MCU a little more so than anything prior to it. Um, And specifically, that was like an issue with fans of Moon Knight. They were like, fuck, no way. Right. Mm. No way. This is what we end up having as Moon Knight. Uh, and who knows? Who knows? There's an ongoing Moon Knight run that's really, really good right now. So I'm not. I'm not concerned about it. But uh, mm. but yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was a fun little. Your Earth six one six. I was like, oh, 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 that's a reference. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, you're Leonardo oh. in the. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, I love. I love that shit. Shall we get to the rating? We shall. Yes, let's. And, oh, and another to add to the tier to the tier list. list eventually, yeah. yeah, we got we got some shit to do. Some multiverse of madness on an enjoyment scale. 
of out of five stars. So I'll explain the scale to everybody. We got three ratings. We have uh, out of five stars in enjoyment, out of five stars for the genre, and out of five stars critically. Now, at the end of that, we take we take the average, we combine it, and that ends up being our rating of the film. Uh, it's not completely objective. As you see, we have enjoyment rating in there, and uh, that's important to us. So we decided, fuck it. Our rating will just be a little bit subjective. We'll, we'll combine it with the other things, and it'll all work out in the end. So that's how we go about it. Let's do it. Mm. Out of five stars, where are you sitting as far as enjoyment is concerned? I'm pretty sure I'm at like a four, five for the floor. My bad. That's all good. I, I feel it maybe four or five. No, I don't know. Kind of seems right. I don't know. This is a Marvel movie. I was going to enjoy it no matter what. Um, and Doctor Strange is so cool, and seeing him like go through these changes was awesome. And all the things that were happening on screen were awesome. It's it's a really interesting weighing of what I hold important to me because the story didn't floor me. Yeah. It was deceptively simple, but that lent myself to being able to enjoy it a lot the second time. You know, like I compared it to uh, James Cameron in the 80s, mm. uh, if he had a little bit more style. Uh, as far as like Aliens and Terminator, those plots were deceptively thin. Mm. You know, uh, if he had a little bit more of a, a, a knack behind the camera. Maybe they'd maybe they'd be as epic as this was, but uh, as far as the visuals, the directorial style is concerned, the the villain. This is one of my favorite MCU villains of all time now. Um, True. Like I'm I'm really high up there. You know, I think uh, I think I'm probably more in the four seven five four eight realm. All right, cool. Because uh, I was like four five just seems low, and like I wasn't cool with it, and I was gonna jump up to four seven five. That felt more right. But I, I mean, it could could be a four eight here. Like I'm trying to think. Let's see. In other movies, yeah, four eight would be like Kill Bill Volume One and Two in My Neighbor Totoro or Aliens Avatar the Terminator. <laughs> what? That's just so perfect. That's just so perfect. What? All right. You know, I wasn't going to say this, but like following this movie and having it all be all about time and multiverse and like things lining up, whatever. I walk out the theater of my second watch. There's a Tesla that is like the exact one that I want eventually. It's like mm-hmm. to a T and the license plate says SpaceX on it. The where I want to work of it. Like that is my dream job. Mm-hmm. Then I get in my car. I look at the license plate of the car in front of me. It has my initials, like my three numbers in my initials, like perfectly in a line, like not like spaced out, like my perfectly there. And then like things were just like, I don't know. It was like, whoa, I'm coming out of a a time focused in like Multiversal. multiversal movie and all these things are happening. And now we have, it's James Cameron in the 80s with and James Cameron in 2009. And, 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 you know, like, it's just all James Cameron. 
Um, and our four, uh, yeah, our four eight realm for our enjoyment wow. score over there. Uh, wow. Yeah, I think I think it's right there with those. I think that stylistically, it had it had maybe a little bit more joie de vivre. Mm. Uh, it was ve- like that is far and away my favorite part of this movie is the direction, is the camera movement. Um, like oh my god, I lo- it's electric to watch. Mm. I really really enjoy it. Uh, it'll be one that I I rewatch infinitely. Uh, just because of the way it looks. Um, how are we feeling as far as the genre is concerned? Hmm. I mean, what are we we calling this supernatural horror? Is it really horror? I think, I think it is. I guess, yeah. There are enough. I, I don't think it's. It. Yeah, like I mean, when Wanda climbs out of the fucking gong and like all her bones are like snapping and she has to snap into place. The freaking um, blast door that like the, it slowed down. You just heard the droplets and then sink. Wanda. Yeah, she jumps in front of it. Um, okay, fair. I. I think there's there's enough horror elements to consider it a horror movie, but because it wasn't flooring, it's not like a it's not like it can dominate the genre rating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'd say all in all, it was really solid. But the the horror moments weren't. All that frightening. Mm-hmm. Um, people convincing themselves that this is scary enough to have an R rating or fucking babies. Mm. Um, I, and I'm not one to judge people for their viewing habits or anything, but like, come on now. You're just giving the MCU too much credit at that point. This is, uh, this is still a kid's movie, like made for kids in mind. Like, this, oh, this yeah, is a like, superhero I, movie. That, a 10 year old yeah. can and I'd say should watch this movie. Yeah. Um, so as far as the genre rating is concerned, I'm going around that four, um, mm. and that it was it was solid. It was very well done. Uh, the horror elements were there, but they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't fuck fuck me up like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh... hmm, yeah, I'm 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 pretty much right around a four as well. Um, I, I I mean, the supernatural part was cool. I mean, we literally have the dark hold, um, souls of the damned, um, the v- book of the Vashanti. supernatural part was cool. The souls of the damned, uh, that sequence, that's a strong supernatural sequence, man. Yeah, uh, Christine like saying use them, and then him just instantly being like, oh shit, yeah, um, I know yeah. what to do now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh. One of my favorite moments in the movie that is actually funny. Like, they don't have a lot of these. And mm. the MCU'd where, like, I will actually laugh and genuinely go, that was an actually funny joke, mm. you know? Uh, and it's because nobody had to say anything. Uh, Doctor Strange, he's pull- he pulled up with his damn Souls of the Damned cape up to Wanda. And he goes, this time it's going to... 
take more than killing me to kill me. Mm. And uh, the way Christine reacts, it's it's the funniest. She's like, <laughs> she like raises an eyebrow, like what? Like, <laughs> I thought that was the funniest shit, dude. Mm. Uh, it might like that mm. genuinely might be my favorite MCU joke there's ever been. Uh, I thought that shit was hilarious. That was sick. Uh, yeah, it's gonna take more than killing me to kill me. Yeah, she was just like, huh? It was bad, uh, but then also like. Did you really just say that? Like at the oh yeah, like it was like it was, it was leaning into the cornball cheesiness of it. It was so fantastic, <laughs> and they pulled it off so perfectly. You know, like there's such a balance there, and like Doctor Strange would say some shit like that. Like it wasn't out of character. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. that made sense to me. Uh, mm. But yeah, maybe we maybe we give it a little bit of a bump. Maybe we do go four two five for the genre. You know, the supernatural elements. I would say do elevate it. Uh, as opposed to the horror hmm. elements, and the horror uh, because... wasn't the focal point of the movie. You know, right, it's not yeah. like it was trying to be just a horror movie. Um, it was a Marvel movie that happened to have horror in it, sort yeah. of thing. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think giving it a little bump makes sense there. Let's see. Now let's do the critical rating, man. So I'll say, as opposed to other MCU movies. I think this has stylistically the most interesting directorial style. Mm. I think it has an immense color palette that I absolutely love. Uh, The performances were great. Benedict Cumberbatch fucked it up. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen dominated. Uh, Zachtel Gomez, she was fucking fantastic too. Um and again, as opposed to other MCU movies, the third act, the final act of this movie, it's usually where MCU movies falter. Mm. Like Eternals, I thought, wow, this is a really creative, original masterpiece. We get to that third act, and it becomes very, very normal Marvel stuff. <laughs> uh, Shang-Chi, it had a strong third act. That fight between Shang-Chi and Wenwu up against the dweller in dark, like Mm. up against the wall of the dweller in darkness. That shit's really cool too, but it's not, it's not as original as this is like we, we haven't seen and won't see a third act like this again in the MCU. I don't think so. It deserves its credit there. Mm. Um, I mean, this, the writing didn't like have to be complex though. Like it, it, I don't know. It's kind of like, the writing was I'm weak, too- but like it was kind of the whole point to make it simple so that we weren't being so confused in like a multiversal movie and stuff. I think um, it was extremely effective. Um, I think that that's the word I'd use the writing for. I wouldn't say it was, I wouldn't say it was good and mm. I wouldn't say it was bad. I'd say it was effective. Mm. You know, like it, it did what it needed to do. You know, like I'm not left going like, fuck we're missing something here you know like i don't i don't think so i walked out of that theater the first time perfectly content Mm. i wouldn't say it it didn't floor me i wasn't like wow i fucking love that movie you know like i was just like that was good yeah that was that was good um so so in that spirit i think i definitely i definitely go pretty high with it i don't know i don't know how high um It's a different film rating completely. Like I'm trying to compare it to as a film, like how these are made. 
like our 52 year movies, but like, is it a different film? Is it different or is it the same? Because like, if we're going, if we're going on the same film rating and I think we should, it's just low. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, and that's fair. Yeah. Like that's, that's how these things work. You know, like I think, I think I end up more in that, uh, more towards the four range, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, in that four, two, five, four, three range. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> funny to compare this movie with Avatar, a clockwork orange and the breakfast club. Uh, just an interesting three to choose. Um, but Hey, I mean, st- like when it comes to, these movies, uh, specifically A Clockwork Orange and Avatar, stylistically, mm. balls to the wall. Balls to the wall. Now, story-wise, those those were the places where I faltered a little bit in those movies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Breakfast Club inverted. I love the story, but stylistically, it could have been it could have been a little bit more. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think four two five is probably a fair rating for the bre- for uh, Breakfast Club for Multiverse of Madness. Uh, and ultimately, that shakes it out to a four point four three out of five stars. Hmm. I mean, 8. which is 8. strong. Yeah, that's eight point eight, like almost eight point nine. So that's a strong, that's a strong, strong fucking movie. Uh, and you know, if, it's funny if you take the amalgamation of the scores from Moon Knight, hmm. it came out to a four four three something. So, uh, uh, and we decided, yeah, it's definitely. Definitely better than Moon Knight, I'd say. Um, mm. I, feel, I feel a lot. I feel a lot better about it than I did. Uh... Yeah, we gave overall Moon Knight a three seven five in our actual rating for the whole show, but the actual average of the episodes, if we just did that, was a four three nine. So mm. better than even better than our very loving ratings of per episode. You know. Because mm. um, we were more loving than the whole show. Um, I yeah. But, I mean, yeah, this was just, it wasn't a, um, like, an Infinity War. It wasn't, like, it wasn't a movie that was like, oh, my God, my mind is fucking blown. Melted. And, I can't believe I just watched what I watched. Yeah. No, like, I, it was, it was extremely original and felt different than a lot of the MCU but I left feeling the way that a, a normal MCU movie would make me feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, now that we got that, four, four, three out of five stars, let's head to the, uh, MCU tier list. We've got an A to F, uh, tier, you know, A, B, C, D, F, but we've got a few more in there. We got a yo, what the fuck at top? Fuck yes at the second tier. Hell yeah at the third tier. That's cool at the fourth tier. Okay. Yeah. At the fifth tier and meh at the bottom tier. So for me, it elevates above meh. It's definitely not X-Men last stand and X-Men origins Wolverine. Mm. It elevates above. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's Ant-Man. I don't think it's Iron Man two. Uh, I don't think it's Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think it elevates past. That's cool. I don't think it's Avengers. I like it more than Avengers. I like it more than civil war, uh, more than the first Avenger. I think, I think it slides up to hell. Yeah. I think I think it slots in there alongside Guardians Two, uh, Endgame, Eternals, uh, Shang Chi. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 
feel, and it's definitely not a fuck yes. Like I like a not the story. The story just didn't quite get me there in that way. You know, I think uh, I think it was just it was hell yeah, man. Yeah. Enjoyable viewing. And it'll be it'll be a, a rewatchable movie, that's for sure. Like whenever yeah. it happens to come out on Disney Plus, I'm definitely gonna be watching that. Like visually, it's just a, a cool movie. Uh glad we got oh, sure. I, I saw it in IMAX and it was it was really really nice on the second viewing to watch it in IMAX. Uh because like I know what was happening. I know when the beautiful moments were like coming, so I could just yeah. really like sit back and be like, ah, wow, this is like yeah. really cool. Um, would you say would you recommend seeing it in IMAX because I haven't yet I've only seen it digital uh, I mean it's it's not like like I would recommend seeing Avatar like in IMAX because that's a movie where you li- literally get like five minutes of just straight visuals and like that'd be worth it yeah this like Eternals I would have recommended seeing in IMAX but this I don't know that you need to in IMAX does it do anything to the audio or is it just strictly visual the audio gets uh it's more surround sound. I feel like they try okay. to Okay. Because I felt like in this one, like the music battle and like the sound was just better. Um Oh yeah, in IMAX mm. like they try to portray the traveling of sound. Mm. Like if something's coming from the right side of the screen to the left side of the screen, the speakers sway from right to left like uh the sound does. So it's it's pretty cool. Mm. Uh yeah, well I mean the only reason I I did just make the IMAX jump. Is because like at B and B, which is where we saw it for the second time, like the digital price ticket was like twenty five cents less than the IMAX ticket. Oh yeah, you do that. So every I'm day. like, oh yeah, I'm seeing this you in IMAX. Like, oh, um, I'm seeing oh, this in, in IMAX. Um, and it it was I wouldn't say it's necessary. Like it doesn't really enhance the movie to the point where I'm like, oh, now I'm only gonna watch this in IMAX. Now you know if I go back to the theater, yeah. like, but uh, it was cool. Uh, to, to be right, able to cool. sit back and be like, whoa. Like, whenever they're traveling through, and Strange is, like, holding America Chavez, and, like, it, it's, like, that trailer yeah, moment. That cool. Like, it was it was cool to see that in IMAX. And, um, All right. Well, good. Well, good. Mm. Then Doctor Strange slots in at that hell yeah tier, and I think that's fair. Yeah. And I guess, would you put it more towards, like, the top of hell yeah? Or, like, I mean, because, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 endgame, um, Captain Marvel, First Class, like a Deadpool, like I feel like that's like the top of Hell Yeah, where those movies, like in some people's opinion, could maybe go up into fuck yes. Like some people love Endgame, you know, like they True. just love that movie. There's a, a you know kind of a cult following for Deadpool. I mean, I mean, we love the Galaxy, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, which mm-hmm. that was kind of in between fuck yes and that in the first place. I don't think absolutely. You know, I think, uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't think this goes up with that class. Like, I don't think this this movie. I don't think it's not can, on the edge of being can go to fuck yes. I don't think. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think it's chilling where it's at. I don't think it'll go up. I don't think it'll go down. Uh, it was just very contained, and like we even said was. before it came out, like that last trailer made it seem that it was going to be more contained, and we were like excited for that. We we're like, oh, thank. Like, thankfully, it's not just this huge multiversal ramification movie where we're just getting mind blown every second. It's like, no, mm. it's like it was very contained and very effectively done. Mm. I, I really, really enjoyed it. And therein it becomes a hell yeah on the Penny Bloom mm. film scale. Hell yeah. So 
with that, we conclude this episode on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, if you would, head to patreon.com slash Bloom, where we have over 24 hours of exclusive content. All that money goes back into making sure we can put this podcast on at all. So it's mad appreciated. And then if you would, head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod, and follow on Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness ended up shaking out to a uh, 4.43 out of 5 stars on our film scale on our film rating. And uh, I feel good about that. Mm. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. Remember, peace, love, and bloom. I don't, uh, is there a good quote from this movie? Just because one stumbles and I don't know. Yeah, not really. Just because someone stumbles and loses their way doesn't mean they are lost forever. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Know that they'll be loved. Mm. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.